Welcome to the Big Fucking Feelings Podcast, a show on how to use psychology to process your emotions, train your brain, and deal with being a human. And now, me, your host, psychology major, corporate badass, and certified life coach, Michelle Kevill. Hello, everyone. I hope you are well. And if not, at least you are here. I have got you. So, in today's episode, I am talking about both pro and precastination. There is a lot of info out there about the first one, but almost virtually nothing about the second. However, both are ultimately the same, and ultimately you're using both to avoid a lot of thoughts and emotions at the time. So look, to keep it really short and simple, procrastination Basically, you're delaying your main objective with other tasks that are typically more enjoyable because you have thoughts about the main task. So maybe there is a work project you are dreading, so you do other tasks instead to avoid the main project or an assignment that is due in, say, two weeks. And it sounds way more fun to clean the house, watch Netflix, and then until the final moment, you're doing it in a mad rush. So there is a lot of stuff out there about procrastination. So much info that I am actually going to be focusing on precrastination. One of the reasons being is, well, I actually, I rarely procrastinate. I never have. I have no idea how other people do it and it makes no sense to me. But what I used to do was procrastinate and both are actually the same. You're just taking it from different angles. So procrastination is basically the tendency to do the task as quickly and as immediately as possible for the same reason to alleviate emotional pain or avoid those negative thoughts that you're going to have about the main task. So from a precastinator's perspective, there is nothing worse than having a main big task looming over you. It used to bring severe anxiety for me. So instead, you just want to get through that shit, get it done, get it out of the way, kind of just like ripping off a band-aid. It makes us look like fantastic students and workers with such a great work ethic, but the biggest cost is inefficiency. You work harder and not smarter. You're not necessarily using your prefrontal cortex to think and plan things out because when the task comes in, you just want to do it and get it over with. If I do that task, I will stop feeling anxious. So the idea is really change a circumstance, i.e. get through it as quickly as possible. Therefore, you don't get to be sitting there thinking about it, ruminating, etc. Both are actually trying to achieve the same thing, just at different angles. So why do we do this? It's because our brains are wired for immediate reward and to conserve energy. So for procrastination, watching Netflix instead of doing the actual task Yes, you're conserving energy. It's very immediate in the moment and you get to avoid that negative emotion that comes up from all the negative thoughts you're having. Whereas precastination has immediate satisfaction from taking on the task. Like you get this almost rush of like 
dopamine and adrenaline being like, right, I'm going to finish this and have all this free time to do all these amazing things. And it's protective in a weird way. Like you think you're conserving energy and time by doing it now, but you're actually using up all this energy at the time when you are trying to just rush through it. So why procrastination is an issue and why I believe it's only just coming into light now, as in it's very, very super recent. When I mean recent, I mean there was a study done by the State University of Pennsylvania by a psychologist, David Rosenbaum, to actually test this theory that he was just starting to observe. So he gave his subjects a choice to carry a bucket to the finish line. So let's say this line is 100 meters. He gave them two choices. One, pick up a bucket halfway down at like 50 meters and carry it all the way to the end. Or pick up a bucket that was closest to the finish line. So say 90 meters and then finish. The weirdest thing that happened, and they really didn't expect this, is they found most participants would pick up the bucket at 50 meters, which I had to reread multiple times. Because it's like, well, why aren't you picking up the bucket later down the line? And they even emphasized during the study to go with the easier option. But one of the reasons was when they were talking to the participants is they were like, I just wanted to get it done. Like, I just wanted to pick up that bucket and go. I didn't want to waste any time. I didn't want to, you know, exert any extra energy. I just wanted to get into the task. And it makes sense. If you're not thinking or planning and just going right into it, you're going to choose the first idea or way to tackle it. In a weird way, you are actually conserving more mental energy. You're not spending a little bit of extra time to think about what is the most efficient way to tackle this problem. You just get to go do it. Just choose an option and do it. I used to do this all the time with all my assignments. And I would always wonder why after I submitted it and the feedback I got was that I wasn't directly answering the question right. And I'd get very upset when I'd hear people do it the night before and go, hi, Marks. I would get so mad and absolutely fuming because I believed the more you work on something, the better it will be, i.e. output pure output, almost like depositing cash into a high interest, high interest rate account. But what I wasn't doing was using my prefrontal cortex to organize, plan, question, how am I going to do these things? How could I answer it this way or that way? I wasn't necessarily working smart. And then I just told myself I was dumb, which is insane because looking back, my marks had minimal differences. I would get like one mark difference. I would get like a 99 and I'd just be like, oh, if I just, if I just got that one mark, I would feel so happy. (laughs) What they also found from this study that the people who were doing this typically had high energy. They were really eager to please. They had a very strong work ethic. Ding, ding, ding. That sounds like people pleasers with potential imposter syndrome sprinkled with some perfectionism. So if you are identifying with this and think, hey, maybe I am a procrastinator, you're potentially a people pleaser with perfectionistic tendencies. People know you as reliable. 
So they give you the tasks and that you do them very quickly and people are always shocked. You are seen as a hard worker, but deep down you might be very stressed trying to manage lots of tasks. You potentially have emotional outbursts internally, such as crying in the bathroom at work or at home, from those thoughts of stress. You likely buffer away from this as well, maybe with food, exercise, or more work, and develop a nice little workaholic addiction. You answer emails and requests straight away. You hate leaving people on read on your like messenger or communicator. And when another task comes in, you start to think and feel a sense of dread and overwhelm. Like, I can't keep doing this. And the one key difference between pre and procrastinators, I would say from my point of view, is that procrastinators are at least used to having things on their plate. Yes, you are buffering away from it, but you know that there are things you need to do. The issue with procrastinators is they cannot stand work being there looming over them. So what can sometimes happen is you go from school and university to say a corporate environment where things are less controlled. They are always changing and work is literally never ending. It's a waterfall that you are trying to stop and the overwhelm is insane. If some of this is sounding familiar and for me, when I found out about procrastination, it like hit me like a ton of bricks. I was like, this is me. I never identified with procrastinators and there's so much info out there, but I felt like I was doing something a little bit different and I was, it's procrastination, but just the opposite way. Instead of delaying it, we're just doing it as soon as possible. Well, some good news for you. That was me. I don't do any of that shit anymore and you can too and the stuff I'm going to give you is literally both for pre and procrastination it can treat both so firstly you need to look at a circumstance that you either pre or procrastinate and ask simply why why are you procrastinating or procrastinating keep asking why and do a thought download get curious so let's take an example right now. Let's take the same circumstance, but from the minds of a pre and procrastinator. Example, um, let's take the circumstance and an assignment is due in two weeks and literally ask yourself, why are you procrastinating? Well, I think I have enough time. And when I do think about doing it, I feel overwhelmed. Look at some of those thoughts and again, ask why. So why do you feel overwhelmed? Well, there's a lot that I need to do and I just don't think I can do it. Why don't you think you can do it? I just think I will fail. Why do you think you'll fail? I'm not very good. So this is just one example of a thought download. Yours might be completely different. So what you do, you keep asking why and then you take one of those thoughts and you put it in the model. How do you feel when you are thinking, say, I'm not very good? What actions do you take from that platform, from how you feel? And what results do you create for yourself? And if we put this in a model of thought, I'm not very good, you could see why the procrastination is likely appearing 
almost because, well, if you don't think you're very good, why are you even trying? Almost like it's trying to subconsciously protect yourself. That's just one potential reason. And some of the ways our brain will be like, let's just go do this other thing because it's way more fun and I don't want you to deal with that right now. Now let's take the same thing and use it for a precrastinator, which would look something like, why are you procrastinating? And if that doesn't sound right, because we don't typically use the term precrastinate, look at some of the, just ask yourself, what actions do you think are precrastinating? Some of those thoughts and feelings that you have around it. So for me, one of the typical things a precrastinator does is you rush. So you could ask yourself, well, why are you rushing on the assignment? Well, I need to do all these tasks and I need to get them done quickly. Why? I don't like having tasks hanging over me. Why? It doesn't feel right. It makes me feel stressed. Why? Well, because I want to do it all. Why? Well, I really want to do a good job and I really want to get good marks on this. Why? Well, if I get good marks on this, I'm going to feel a certain way. Why do you need to feel that way? Well, I don't really feel that way right now. So that's my own personal thought download on when sometimes I rush through tasks and where it's coming from. And ultimately, what I'm trying to do is feel a certain way. If I do this task, I am going to feel happy. If I get these marks, if I put in all this labor and output, I'm going to feel like like create this sense of almost like worth, like I've done this really hard thing and I've done it early and like here it is and it's going to get like the best marks and best marks as in that mark, whatever I get and it has to typically be like 100%, that will validate me and be like, yep, I am worthy now. (laughs) Now, sometimes this stuff can get a little bit cyclical Like you'll go into a little bit of a circle with yourself, like you'll just start back to the end and I'm like, well, I want to do this task. And then you go through the reasons like, well, but I want to complete this task. To avoid that, what you can do is actually ask yourself some qualifying questions. Key ones that I use are, why does X matter? I.e., why does doing a good job matter? Why is X an issue? For example, why is failure an issue? Why am I thinking X? Example, why am I thinking I'm not very good? This helps uncover some deep thoughts. Then you can go away and do a model and see how thinking X causes this feeling which creates this action and result. Because here is the thing, both are coming from a place of avoidance, which leads on into my next topic. Because here is the thing, There is no issue with either of these things that you're doing. You can procrastinate and procrastinate if you want to. If doing something one minute before it's due, like ask yourself, why do I think pre and procrastination is an issue and write it out? Because in society, it's like we should do stuff a certain way, which is why I don't think procrastination has gotten the attention like procrastination does. In capitalist society, doing nothing, i.e. procrastinating, even if you are doing tasks, but say you're typically like buffering with Netflix, is really seen as bad, whereas procrastination is just doing the task. It's doing the thing. It's just that you're doing it very painfully. So there's going to be I guess, 
less notice and discussion of it in society. At the end of the day, grades, people's views on how you did that presentation, they're all subjective. They're all fucking thoughts. So really, it's looking at is thinking X when I take the A line of precrastinating or procrastinating working for me? And do I like the model? If not, you need to do an intentional model and understand what you want to actually do. The fact is, I could precrastinate through my whole business. I could rush to do as many tasks as possible. But I do not like the results I get. It's not providing you with quality work and service. It's painful for me and I'm not even learning anything on the journey. I'm not taking the time to look at, well, how could I approach this differently or try something new, etc. So I choose to not do that to the best of my ability. (laughs) Sometimes we have our off days and that's okay. But I really look at how do I want to feel and how do I want to act and what results do I want to create? What do I want to think in order to do that? And what you need to do as well is if you can't go the full shabam, if you can't go straight from like procrastinate to just setting things out timely or whatever, whatever you want to do, take little baby steps. Maybe for a procrastinator, that is when I get a project, maybe I spend 20 minutes max thinking about it for a procrastinator. It's spending one hour for this week actually working on it. Get your brain to realize that these are not actual threats to your survival. Netflix is not food from a carcass in the woods that we need because we're not going to find food for the rest of the days and we're all going to (laughs) die. And doing that task ASAP is not actually us trying to run away from danger. Sit with those emotions, learn to self-regulate and process them and become aware of that shit. Let your nervous system realize that these are not threats or relevant rewards that are going to benefit you. Look at what the sensations are in your body. (laughs) Because at the end of the day, this is just the same emotional metaphor that I give it the really early one in my episode. Procrastination is just running away from the fire. And then the fire comes to get you, and then you're just trying to do those tasks last minute. The procrastinator, you're running into the fire, thinking, if I burn now, I will burn faster. <laughs> Instead, you've got to sit back and watch the house fire. Become observant. Observant? Observant. Watch your mind when these things are happening. Trust me, awareness is like the biggest, the biggest stepping stone. All the rest is just a new skill that you are going to learn and practice over time. Okay, that's all for now. But if you want expert advice and to learn how to actually do these things without the anxiety or plan really easily, I am a pro at all these things, emotion, organization, and not rushing into these things. So feel free to set up a consult with me and let's see if we're a good fit. Okay. See you, everyone. Hey, are you feeling super overwhelmed on the weekend? You just cannot stop thinking about work and you really wish there was an off button. Well, you should sign up for my five day challenge, how to disconnect from work and enjoy your weekend again. 
in a way that actually works for you, not against you. Doom scrolling on social media or binging Netflix, that's a thing of the past. I'm going to teach you a secret that I only share with my one-on-one clients that I'll be sharing for free in this challenge. Over the next five days, we're going to go through why you keep worrying, how to handle the top three most common weekend worries, and a step-by-step guide on how to get you out of anxiety and back into calm so you can truly enjoy your time off. Link is in the show notes below to sign up. We start on Wednesday, the 22nd of November. I'll see you there.